Welcome to episode 46, 46 people of the Ben Briggs podcast. I am Ben Briggs. It's Saturday, people. Saturday, the 12th of October, 2000, 2019. It's cracking on. Uh, the year is cracking on, people. Uh, I hope you had a good week. Uh, my week uh, has been uh, strewn with injury this week. So um, uh, I've. Uh, I fucked up my shoulder earlier on in the week, so I had to cancel a few gigs, which is a bit shit, but um, needs must and all that. So I've taken the time to write a bit of shit this week. New shits, I know. Ben, what are you doing doing new shits? Surely you just want to sit on your laurels and uh, just get the uh, 20 set you've got at the minute and just continue to use that. Um, no, not at all. Uh, I'm a fucking artiste, ain't I? So um, I shall progress uh, with the new stuff, which I've got a few new material gigs Monday and Tuesday next week, which I will be fucking battering it out at and hopefully getting that deathly silence and that weird fucking raised eyebrow um, when I'm doing that new stuff, working it out on stage, um, which is always a fucking nightmare. Um, working out new material on stage. I spoke about it before. It feels like you're fucking starting again, to be honest. Um, getting out of the comfort zone of the stuff you know that works, or more or less works most nights, unless the audience are cunts. Um, in which case, uh, you may struggle a little bit there with a cunty audience. But, um, uh, yeah. So I've got... Um, uh, I've been working on new stuff this week. Uh, it's pretty dark, um, pretty um, sweary, which um, one uh, one promoter probably won't like. <laughs> Who fucking sent me an email this week saying uh, when I booked him for a new material bit, um, said, uh, can you make it not too dark and too sweary? I'll do what I want. Um uh yeah so uh, that's what we have to work with people uh that's the sort of uh, attitude we have to work with when you're doing fucking new stuff a uh, new material night now apparently uh that's the sort of thing we have to work with um people uh precious about uh, their audience and um have no faith in their audience whatsoever and uh, no faith in their acts, uh, so they have to uh, come across with that sort of shit. But um, fair play to him. I'm sure he's got uh, he's got um, different opinions on comedy as me. I know that for a fact. Um, but, uh, yeah, that's the sort of thing we have to work with sometimes. Um, hey, don't uh, you do, you dare do uh, your um, try and find your voice creatively. You will do all the made-up stories and lame shit that I tell you to do. That's what you will do. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. But the year is cracking on, people. Uh, yeah, there's no artistic integrity in fucking comedy in this country, is there? It's all fucking made-up stories. Half of the shit... I know this is a peek behind the curtain, people, but half of the shit you laugh at out there... Is all fucking made up. Nobody has ever done any of the things that they tell you they've done on stage because it ties up too nicely. Life is not, uh, does not come with a fucking little bow wrapped on it and a 
three fucking punchlines to it. Ah, dear. Um, But anyway, uh, that's uh, slating off the comedy in this country. People say, though, like we're 20 years behind the Americans. I think it's fucking more than that, man. When you listen to some of the shit that gets by, um, I genuinely think it's like we're 30 years behind the Americans at all. There's no honesty, no truth, no nothing. Um, It's all lies, people, all lies. What's happening to you tonight, Ben? Are you having a breakdown? Well, maybe, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, no, I'm only joking. Well, I'm not joking about um, the state of comedy in this country. Fucking hell, man. Um, yeah, it's uh, it's nice to do something you believe in and something that's true ro- rather than um, trying to um, make up contrived punchlines that fit a fucking subject. Um, honestly, to, honest to God, mate, the amount, the, the amount of stuff, the stuff that people fucking laugh at, and I'm standing at the back going, well, that never happened. That's not true. Um, why don't you just say your truth? No, because I can't do that. Um, anyway, that's the way forward for me uh, with this new stuff. So we'll see how that goes. Uh, I'll be uh, logging on to the podcast on Tuesday and going, actually, uh, you know what? Fuck it. I'm going to start making shit up. <laughs> <laughs> it's all people fucking go for. Um, yeah, there's got to be a better way, people, aren't there? There's got to be a better way um, than the uh, the situation at the minute. Fuck me, man. Uh, Jesus. Anyway, let's not name names and start stuff. <laughs> it's been enough shit in uh, fucking UK comedy going on this fucking week rather than uh, me, me starting about, like, fucking lies and fucking shit material and lame-ass material, safe material, never even uh, daring to uh, raise a subject just in case somebody may get offended by it, even though they don't listen to you. Um, I'm not drinking tea today, by the way. I've got a glass of wine here. You can probably tell. I haven't started it yet, though. Uh, When that kicks off in about, like, uh, five minutes, that's going to... Everything's going to change there, man. But, um... Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, the, the old, uh, the year is cracking on, isn't it? Fucking hell, I went in, um, uh, hang on a minute, I'll have a bit of wine. Bit of fucking rosé, tastes like pop, doesn't it, eh? Doesn't give you the hangover, tastes like fucking pop, that's all you need. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, I went in a fucking supermarket earlier on today. It will not be named, um, for legal purposes. Um, but I went in there. They've got fucking Christmas shit out already. They've got Christmas shit out next to the Halloween shit. I know. I know people complain, people. I know what you're thinking. Hey, Ben, are you complaining about Christmas? I fucking love, love Christmas. I absolutely love it. Um, I really like it. There's good stuff on TV. You get a bit of tinsley shit around your house, don't you? Got a tree in the fucking corner of your room just sitting there. You know, you feel like you're doing something for the environment. <laughs> but fucking hell, it's a bit early, isn't it? Like 12th of October today. And um, there's Christmas shit in the supermarkets already. Come on, that's a little bit too early, isn't it? Like, uh, Halloween's not over. You ain't got that shit out of your system yet. Uh, all that scary, um, you know, everything becomes corporate. Um, monetized, isn't it? Capitalist environment we uh, live in, unfortunately. None of this uh, for these communists who 
<laughs> I imagine just ignore all this shit. Um, but yeah, Christmas fucking selection boxes out already. I didn't check. I wasn't that anal to check the fucking expiry date that some people do. Hey, man, there's an uh, expiry date on uh, these mince pies, like November, and that doesn't even take me up till. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know, we know, we know. Um, so, um, yeah, that's one of the uh, that's one of the things how you know um, one of the biggest things in life how you know um, uh, you're getting a reality check. One of the first things in life is when you find out that Father Christmas Santa Claus don't exist. That is one of the biggest fucking. You know, it's manufactured disappointment, that is. Very much like stand-up comedy in this country. <laughs> I had to tie in with that fucking little rant I started with. Um, but that is a manufactured disappointment. The first one we ever get in life, I think, that is. As Christians, um, I imagine other religions are already aware that a big fat man in a red fucking outfit does not deliver presents. But... Um, any kids listening out there? Uh, I imagine there's not because I swear too much for that sort of shit. And some audiences, apparently. Um, uh, any kids out there? Uh, I don't even apologise. Grow up, right? This is your reality check, children out there. Father Christmas does not exist. Santa Claus, Saint Nicholas, uh, however um, you want to say it, does not exist. That is only the first um, disappointment you will receive in your lives. Uh, there's going to be many, many more coming your way. Um, but just think how you feel right now about Santa Claus is how every fucking adult in the world feels about their fucking dreams. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's a little bit of a reality check for the kids out there. There we go. Uh, this is why I never do panto, people. <laughs> also, because that's fucking lame as well. That's a very English tradition, I think, at Christmas, isn't it? That's a very English tradition, pantomime. You know, you get the same lame-ass jokes that are fucking trotted out year on year, but people fucking flock to it. They fucking love it. People around the world, what panto is, it's basically like a shit play um, that you have... Um, vague celebrities in that go uh, to theatres and put on either some sort of fucking play, I don't know, Snow White, Cinderella, that sort of shit. There's dwarfs in there. Uh, um, little people, I should say, rather than dwarfs. Um, but uh, they are employed through that um, and uh, and various unwanted celebrities who couldn't quite get on Strictly Come Dancing, I think. Um, if they've not been on Strictly Come Dancing, they're doing fucking panto. Or they were on there a couple of years ago, I'm a celebrity or whatever the fucking ones they are. Um, I'm a celebrity. They're, 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 they go straight from eating a kangaroo's asshole straight to the theatre. <laughs> Technically... By that, they're method actors. If they're doing, uh, if they're doing panto, and they're going from eating a kangaroo's asshole to panto, that's uh, that's pretty much method. <laughs> I think it's the same fucking shit that they're doing. 
Sorry, I had a little bit more sip of wine there. A um, little bit. Uh, I would mention the brand, but we're not sponsored by them. So, um, so there we go. Um, fuck them. Hey, isn't it? it's not there to be advertised. It's just there to be drunk, isn't it? Who said that? I did just now. There we go. That's uh, that's a fucking quote for you. Um, yeah, so, um, yeah, uh, yeah, pantomime is like, oh, God. I, I don't think I've ever seen a pantomime. I've, I know what it's about. I don't actually remember being taken. I think I must have been taken. It's for kids and fucking retards. That's basically what it's for, uh, pantomimes. But people fucking love it every year and people make a fucking fortune out of it as well, putting it on at theatres and that. But um, it's always, uh, you know, characters like Buttons in there. I don't know. Was that in Cinderella or something like that? It's all Cinderella, fucking all that sh- sort of shit. Uh, lots of costumes, lots of fucking ham fucking and hack fucking jokes. And... Um, that's it. To describe it to people from abroad. I don't even know if you get pantomime like in the States or fucking where else we're getting listeners from India and Vietnam. I imagine you don't. Um, I imagine India would be a Bollywood version of pantomime, which may be actually um, slightly better and less cheesy than the actual pantomime we get over here. But um, yeah, so Christmas is cracking on. Apparently. Although we've got um, Halloween at the end of the month, obviously. End of October, which has become massively... I fucking blame the American listeners for... Any American listeners out there listening, right? You um, do Halloween really well. We have now got on the bandwagon of Halloween and it's Halloween Central in every fucking supermarket because people have thought they fucking can earn money out of it. I don't know. Um, I don't know why, um, because people go ape shit for it because they want their fucking kids and then they come knocking around the door and single people like me who live alone after fucking either, hopefully I've got a gig that night. Uh, I haven't checked my diary, but hopefully I've got a gig that night. If I haven't, I'm going to be inside with a light switched off and then you hear them rustling around outside, didn't you? You ain't got any sweets, mister. That's all they want. They want to get dressed up and get sweets. That's it, isn't it? Like, they do, nobody seems to do the trick-or-treat thing now either. Years ago, your house used to get fucking egged and shit, and now they just, like, knock on your door and then don't do anything. That's fucking 2019 for you, isn't it? That's what it's going to be like this year. Probably leave you in an apology note for fucking knocking on your door. <laughs> I don't fucking know. Anyway... Um, yeah, so, uh, talking about artistic integrity, there's, uh, fucking none of that in pantomime, by the way. None of it. If you do pantomime, or you've, uh, actually contemplated doing pantomime, you are artistically dead. That's basically what it means. Um, you have sold your soul, literally, to the fucking devil. And, um, and you might as well quit. That's it. Uh... I've been a bit ranty today, and I like already. I'm enjoying this, getting this fucking exercise in these fucking demons, ready for this fucking new material uh, that I'm going to be running out next week. Talking of things to run out, we might as well get some advertising done. Hang on, let's have a little bit of uh, 
I'm mixing it up between the water and the wine. That's what I do. I'm like, fucking Jesus. Um, right, okay, let's get some advertising uh, read this week. Um, let's get the mic in the right fucking position so I can fucking read it. Uh, right, okay, advertising for Saturday. Um, have you just about done all you need to do? Are you ready to cash in your chips? Do you want this unending slog to just end? Do you love wild animals? Question mark. Well, Zoonerals have the perfect option for you. Zoonerals can solve all your problems in one go. They can end your life immediately and also give you some one-on-one -on -one time with wild animals before you die. Their funeral plans start at just £1,000 or... $2,000 and offer a complete package alternative to traditional funerals. Packages include a one-night stay in a five-star hotel, trip to the zoo of your choice, and a backstage pass to meet and greet the wild, ferocious animal of your choice. Feel what it's like to be dragged underwater by a crocodile. Find out how strong a polar bear really is or... Feel the soft fur of a tiger as it mauls you. All Zooneral funerals come with a money-back guarantee if you are not completely satisfied or somehow manage to survive. Enter promo code HOLY SHIT MY FACE HAS JUST BEEN RIPPED OFF. That's promo code HOLY SHIT MY FACE HAS JUST BEEN RIPPED OFF to receive a 10% discount. All Zooneral funerals are video recorded for training purposes and stills are available for family members to be put on mugs or key rings. Um, so just email their in-house design team for costings. So that's Zooneral funerals for the funeral you want. Um, that's the first lot of advertising Second lot of advertising. Here we go. Uh, this podcast brought to you by this advertiser. T-shirts for cunts.com. Are you a cunt? Do you need T-shirts? Well, you need T-shirts for cunts.com. T-shirts for cunts.com sells exclusively T-shirts for cunts. Do they sell jumpers? Fuck off, you cunt. Do they sell jeans? Fuck off, you cunt. Do they sell flip-flops? Fuck off, you cunt. No, t-shirtsforcunts.com sell t-shirts for cunts. It's all in the name. Receive no discount ever at t-shirtsforcunts.com. Buy three t-shirts at t-shirtsforcunts.com and pay for three t-shirts, you cunt. That's t-shirtsforcunts.com at t-shirtsforcunts.com. Com. Uh, that is all the advertising done for this episode. Um, right, okay. It's time we had a look at the uh, weird fucking shit happening in the news out there right now. What have we got? Um, let's have a look. Here we go. Uh, here's our fucking fruitcake of the week. A uh, woman in a five-year relationship with a Boeing 737-800, and it's physical. Nice. She's fucking a plane. Michelle Kopka, is that it? 30 from Berlin. She's a mental German. 
uh, says the Boeing is very attractive, sexy, beautifully built and elegant, and she has a pet name for it. Oh, Jesus, here we go. These people who do this sort of thing, marry inanimate objects, are fucking barking. Uh, a woman says she's been in a five-year relationship with the love of her life. Hey, has the plane said it's in a relationship as well or not? We don't know. Um, a passenger jet she calls Darling. Uh, Michelle Kopka, uh, Kopka, 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 30, single, I'm imagining. Well, actually not if she's with the plane. Uh, from Berlin, Germany, uh, can, well, we know where Berlin is, uh, considers, considers herself in a relationship with a Boeing 737-800. Got a bit of thrust behind there. Uh, Michelle says she's been in love with the aircraft for five years and their relationship is very much physical. There's a picture of her hugging one of its engines. Uh, she said, the 737-800 is very attractive and sexy to me. He's the most beautiful built and he's a very attractive and elegant aircraft. Surely they've made more than one, haven't they? They've, made, they've not just made one of those aircraft. Surely they all look the fucking same. She even nicknamed the 737-800 Shuts, which translates into Darling. Uh... But unlike regular relationships, Michelle is unable to spend quality time with a boyfriend. Adding a relationship with a plane is not easy, as it's as and at times difficult. Yeah, I imagine uh, when they've got uh, two hundred other people fucking inside them. <laughs> it's like dating a fucking porn star who's into gangbangs. Uh, I can only get close to him when I fly with him. Uh, or when I get uh, to him in the hangar, which was uh, which has only happened once in my life. You fucking mental case. Uh, however, she has found different ways to indulge in her affection. She said, I have a big model of him made of fiberglass as well as real components from him so I can act out my love in some... Oh, fuck me, man. I bet she's, that's going straight up there, isn't it, that model? Oh, dear. What's it like... Uh, Dating an aeroplane. Well, they always come with a lot of baggage. Oh, oh, Briggs with a pun there. Smashing it out the park on the podcast with a pun. Uh, she showed uh, BTV various pictures of her kissing the 737-800 and cuddling with components such as doors and panels. She's fucking mental. Why not just say your mental love? That's it. Uh, Michelle's affection for the aeroplane is known as objectophilia uh, when sexual or romantic attraction is focused on a particular inanimate object. Inanimate? Inanimate. Uh, but Michelle doesn't see the physical side of her relationship with the Boeing as any different to with humans. Yeah. Uh, yeah, of course it's not, is it? You know, like uh, most humans are quite cold on the outside anyway. <laughs> trying to join the fucking mile high club strapped with both legs over the front of the fucking nose of it ah jesus um but michelle doesn't see the physical side of it oh yeah i read that read that uh it's like a normal relationship we have relaxing evenings together and when we go to bed we cuddle and fall asleep together she uh, something bad's happened to her in her fucking childhood she get touched up on a fucking plane or something is that it? Uh, I don't know. I don't know, man. 
Rob's first sexual experience with, with a fucking airfix kit. She's <laughs> got a fucking spitfire glued to a clit. I don't know. Um, in March 2004, she, uh, she boarded her first 737-800, and it was love at first sight. Fucking hell. I'm going to have a bit of you, you cheeky fucking plane. Uh, she said, I got so excited with boarding the plane, I realised I'm in love with the 737-800. Years later, Michelle finally got to spend some quality time alone with her lover in an airport hangar. Fucking hell. Jesus, man. Is there any chance I can fuck one of your planes? No, get out of it, lady. Get out of it. Uh, the first time we really met was May the 1st, 2019. And let me tell you, my fucking knickers were fucking creamed. Uh, I enjoyed every millisecond with... Uh, she's a mental case. She looks mental. There's a picture of her kissing it. She's got a fucking haircut like Liam Gallagher in the fucking 90s. Um, Yeah. Yeah, she needs help, that lady, doesn't she? You know, like... Uh, you know, I know it's World Mental Health Week or whatever, but that's stretching it a bit, isn't it? Uh, is it World Mental Health Day, wasn't it? They don't quite get a week, the old uh, mentals, do they? Uh, they get a day. You've got 24 hours to be as mental as possible and post all that shit over Facebook. Thank you! <laughs> that's been my fucking week, reading that shit all week. All them long posts that people post. I know, I know there's people out there suffering with mental health issues. We need to talk about it more, do we? <laughs> I don't know. Every fucker seems to be talking about it, doesn't they? Uh, never mind. Maybe that's just the human condition. Maybe that's it. Maybe we're all fucking living a life that we shouldn't be living. We ought to be out there in the wilds running from fucking lions and shit like that. See how our mental health is then. But no. Now, uh, these days, uh, everyone's got a mental health issues. This woman has, that's for fucking sure. I ain't going to lie to you. You know, if she was one of my friends on Facebook saying like, oh, I'm just going around to see my boyfriend and takes a picture of a fucking... <laughs> uh, quiet night in. It's uh, just having a plane and a fucking aircraft hangar watching fucking rom-coms. Uh, yeah, I might think, yeah, actually, uh, World Mental Health Day is totally for you. <laughs> Who fucking knows? Uh, anyway, uh, that's that story uh, I come across. Let's have a look at the next one. This is a cracker as well, to be honest. I ain't going to lie to you. Um, let's have a look. Uh, woman thinks Osama Bin Laden has been reincarnated as a seashell. Uh, I'm going to go out on a wild limb here and just think, uh, no, he hasn't. A woman collecting seashells says she has found one that bears an uncanny resemblance uh, to the late terror leader Osama Bin Laden. Um, let's have a look at the seashell. It looks, well, it doesn't look anything like him because he's still got a fucking head. I thought that was fucking blown off by the fucking Navy SEALs. Deborah Oliver, who uh, looks uncannily um, uh, very red in the face as if she likes a fucking drink. Deborah Oliver, 60, was on Winchelsea Beach, uh, East Sussex, with husband Martin, 60, to celebrate their 42nd wedding anniversary. 
After discovering the shell on the floor, she said that they fell apart laughing and have kept it as a little memento. Uh, they've kept the uh, Osama bin Laden. Yeah, put it in the fucking 9-11 museum in, f- <laughs> in fucking New York. Why not? Uh, after discovering the shell on the floor, she said that they... Oh, yeah, fucking hell. Yeah, Deborah from Brentford, uh, West London, also pointed out the irony of the situation. She said, funny that, he was buried at C2. Oh, fucking hell. No, he wasn't buried at C, you fucking... If you believe all the conspiracy theories, fucking Deborah, you dick. Um, it was only... They fucking... They fucking... They've still got hold of his body. You fucking know it, Deborah. Uh, it's not often uh, you find a seashell that looks like someone at all. So finding Osama bin Laden was amazing. It looks vaguely like somebody in a turban. Uh, you fucking racist prick, Deborah. Nobody's pointed that out, have they? Uh, like her inherent racism that it looks like somebody in a fucking turban. Uh, not a turban, but you know what I mean. One of them head wrap things uh, that Osama bin Laden was famed for wearing. The old-fashioned Bin Laden. Um, We'd all gone uh, for a walk on the beach, which is covered in millions and millions of shells and pebbles. Um, There might have been... um, It might have been all of the uh, uh, Al-Qaeda there then. I was drawn to this curious-looking shell and went to pick it up. When I looked at it properly at close, I thought it looked like Jesus. Yeah, because it's somebody with a fucking beard. Uh, I then saw a turban on top. Mm, not sure it is a turban because he's not a Sikh. And realised who was staring up at me in the palm of my hand. Osama Bin Laden. And I thought, I can sell this fucking story. <laughs> Thank God he is famous for killing almost 3,000 people in America. Because if he wasn't, I wouldn't be able to sell my fucking story to the Metro. Um... There we go. Uh, anyway, what time are we on? 30. Bang on. 30 minutes. Look at that, people. Um, bang on 30 minutes for this episode. Uh, I hope you enjoyed it. It started off a little bit ranty and ended on a terrorist. What more do you want on a fucking Saturday evening than that? Or whenever you're listening to this. Um, that was episode 46 of the Ben Briggs podcast. I will be back on Tuesday, people, with more shit to say and more adverts. Um, so uh, if you like uh, this, like, subscribe, leave a review on Apple uh, fucking podcast. That would be nice. Or the Podbean site or whatever. And if you want to contact me, you can message me at podcast at benbriggs.com co.uk have a good weekend motherfuckers and i will be back on tuesday take care